we have a guest today and she's gonna tell us her story about fat shaming and um, let me just say this larger human female is considered more attractive in certain countries or regions they should be in every country of course but you know i just put it in, i just put it this way you don't agree and what can you do your online thing to me judge me okay <laughs> whatever but say that only thin things matter hardly if you know what i mean and also you don't exist you are not real just like this podcast however i know you do between you and some cash what do you think i choose with correct amount you can buy a sum with a capital with a go passing the point of this absolutely sick jingle so the fat shaming topic is still a thing and this particular episode should end the fat shaming okay we ended it already okay just by the fact that i've said i said it we ended it it's done so nobody gets fat shamed from this second see well nothing is that simple unfortunately Lena, our guest today, had a medical training. She's a student nurse studying in Poland. Also, the life experience of going to doctors about potential infertility, I guess, gave her some knowledge. But mostly her knowledge about this topic came from medical studies, books, hospital practice, more than 5,000 hours, tests, and all we know and love, you know, when we are dedicated to something and ready to get uh, academic education. Every person that is considered overweight might laugh about it because everyone who went to a doctor in Eastern Europe heard this fascinating phrase from a specialist, like, um, you should lose some weight. Sounds just insane to me, honestly. Maybe not just in Eastern Europe they say it, but um, like it's a walk in a park, they just say it like that. That's It's kind of... It's not just frustrating, it's like bizarre in a dark way to me. So uh, I'll let Lena speak. Being born in Eastern Europe, it's always in the back of your head. As a dinner table, some family members uh, could just touch me and say, Wow, you gained some. What is this, you fed me? <coughs> word considering I was a minor at the time about school bullying I would like to tell you one interesting story once a group of <sighs> teachers silicons me to a meeting where they would shout at me and tell me I'm ugly who are you wow. trying to seduce with your crop top yeah Obviously, I started to hate the whole school system. I would also, obviously. Yeah, but that's beside the point here. The point is that this was and um, maybe still the reality of Eastern Europe. Looking back onto school years, I look at myself and see that I'm not even that fat back in the days. I'm pretty okay, I am. <laughs> in that days 
it's uh, the boys who had crush on me who wouldn't pick on me just because they were attached to this type of beauty they wanted me as you know a deep complex but they don't know what to do just they can shout fat i don't know <laughs> pork or something like that <laughs> I run <laughs> and I breathe like that, like now because I have full of my my nose is running, but all what I can do just run <laughs> and die when I'm running. <laughs> Especially according to those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I accepted fat shaming at some point, and it became like a skin thickering bit process, but in my head. The perception sticks with me. Uh, the perception of myself is distorted comparing with reality because of beauty fillers. And because of general body dysmorphia, culture is doing its thing. Sometimes I feel too urge to validate myself by making sure my uh, flowers are sexually attracted to me. Her husband is not that important in this case <laughs> that I'm still having it in me. Yeah. I developed my charisma to balance out the hate coming from the outside world. Self-irony is a sign of strength and a trauma response. Even now I hear things like, don't you want to lose just a little bit weight? Uh, Uh, how do you think? Are you fat? Or um, maybe, uh, how did you start to be so fat? Maybe you want to lose a little bit. It's, uh, in, in all different variations of that. Nobody asked me how I gained my weight. Uh, and it's not just dietary nuances. Not It's not like I'm eating as a pig. Of course, I'm eating normally. It's also hormones and... Yeah, of course, I eat a lot. I like chocolates, I like chips and I, all this uh, <laughs> rubbish <same>. food. <laughs> But you are thin and I'm fat in the same case. We're eating the same calories, maybe per day, maybe it's more. It depends. Anyhow, anyhow, we eat the same. But, of course, hormones working. Yeah, I can tell something like, oh, it's only because of my hormones. No, because I'm eating and hormones also. It's, it's not the easy process. Larger you become, more hormones are needed to sustain your body. And at the some point it shuts down and hyperthyroidism starts. It's, as my personal example, of course. Uh, it's not mean that uh, if you are fat and you will get the hyperthyroidism, absolutely not. Or you will get the diabetes. <clears throat> Sorry, chips is getting out. <laughs> interesting <laughs> if microphone is recording that sound or not I hope you will cut it over if you're not it's okay okay so um about yeah hypothyreosis I got the hypothyreosis and I have the insulin resistance In my weight, I'm, I had like 150 plus minus uh, ki kilograms of my beautiful body. But according to the doctors and the protocols, I already should be a di in diabetes. And uh, 
with hypertonia, but I'm still healthy and everything is okay. So there is no hypertonic anything involved, so you're still fine with blood Yeah, pressure, pressure yeah. But uh, yeah, according to the books, it means that if you are fat, you will get this. And uh, yeah. you have a lot of pres- percent that you will get it. And you should try as much as you can to eliminate this process uh, if you are fat. Of course, if you are not fat, also you can get the hypertiroidosis and uh, blood pressure. I I seen in hospitals and in the chronological centers so many people who are slim with the same problems. But um, if you are listening to this podcast and you're listening to my voice, please go and check your uh, test her hormone and vitamin D three and maybe ferritin. Well, I don't know how to explain it in English beautifully, but it's the um, ferrum. Ferrum, what is the ferrum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to check out the anemia. The point of getting checked of this, if you fat, is that if you have anemia, the oxygen is not circulating in your blood uh, in correct way because because there is not enough uh, ferrum. So <laughs> so that's why oxygen is is helping to lose the weight. So that's why you can be like vegetable. So go and check <laughs> all these things. Of course, if it, if it is free for you and you have insurance, <laughs> don't pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the moral. That is the moral and that is the thing. If you are fat, you should go and check. It's not, it's not like you're just eating a lot. Of course, of course it's happening because you're eating a lot and you're not doing correct exercises or you're not walking around. But to lose the weight is the hard, long way. If you will not eat nothing and just go and do some cardio, sure, you will lose the weight, but but your knees will say goodbye for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like your head knees, you, doesn't have, you should go and buy a new one after this because better if you have for example like 130 and higher kilograms of your body mass is to walk because or to swim because you know you have only two legs <laughs> some people have three <laughs> but it's, yeah. but i hope it's not about you so yeah anyhow if you have two legs two hands and your eyes are working you're a lucky one <laughs> Even if you are fat, don't forget about this. <laughs> a little funny thing from the life. Actually, it's not so funny. When I ride a bicycle with my husband and a child, uh, people turn their heads uh, because I'm considering overweight. And <laughs> I'm such big on my bicycle, it's smaller than me, but in the same <laughs> wages. And in the backside there is child sitting and it's looking like I'm pressing my child. <laughs> so mm, my husband is, is in the backside driving to uh, give us safetyness. So <laughs> my husband feels a little uncomfortable with this. But the fact is that I stop paying attention that the people uh, give a look at me and uh, this phenomenon like uh, the head back like oh my god look there is a fat lady is driving with the child ha 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 you bought 
even I, I don't I don't feel I don't even don't see these people but sometimes we talk with the husband about this case this case like yes did you see how they look at you did you see did you I, I didn't see really I, I don't pay attention for these stupid things that's how I started to be how my skin as elephant skin started to be that's You're why it's kind of insane to me that it it's happening with the looks because it's a lot of people who get overweight in the country it's just weird that some people do get the looks some people don't it's not like Lena is dressed in a some in some specific way or she has some kind of crazy makeup or crazy hairstyle nothing like that she looks very like average uh, nice person she she's like <laughs> yeah, like a like a yeah big, basically just like a big, <laughs> just a big one but the thing is no like it's 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 not like she is looking extra like in any way shape or form she is extra so it's kind of fascinating to me what people in Eastern Europe pick up as abnormality. In my case, it also happens because I have mustache. For some reason, particularly yeah. me having mustache can give me looks. So I don't pay attention to those anymore. But I see that other people who I'm with at the moment pay attention to this shit. So <laughs> I wonder I wonder what is what it is. And uh, I think it's just... Uh, basic r-wordedness that's what it is and um uh, it's uh, maybe people are thinking that if you have mustache they like uh, imagining how it will be nice to sit on them perfect <laughs> <laughs> we know each other for a long time at least for 12 years and we became best friends almost instantly when we first met up then I went to live in Sweden for about six years and then we reunited and being besties again, spilling tea and so on. When NPCs seeing us together, they look on their faces. The look on their faces are the same as the one of babies while they're trying to figure out object permanence. I still don't really know why, but it could be main character energy. Thank you so much for listening and I hear you watch you see you in the comments or whatever in the next one.